This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. I'm curious how you see Web3 influencing and uh, I guess revolutionizing, quote unquote, the world of intellectual property. We've seen models like CCO take into effect where anybody can can promote it, copy it, whatever it may be. Um, but when it comes to creator content, a creator might not like the use and the reuse of their content in any any shape or form because of the risk that that's enabled with I guess the detriment of, of a bad actor using the content, for example, right, right, right? but also having the pride and level of uh, of uh, I guess uh, yeah, the pride and ownership of producing something and not allowing anyone to just remix it or, or reuse it, right? How do you see those two worlds collide? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I've been giving it a lot of thought, and I'm just wondering how it will work. I think there's still a lot of standards and protocols that need to be developed in order, and they need to be baked in at the platform level for this to really work, right? Because no matter what, um, you know, and, and we've tried it with in, in music, for example, or, or, or film, uh, what's called like DRM protection. It's like, no matter what, it's still a digital file that's easily, you can, you can reproduce it, right? You can, you can replicate it. And so it's impossible, um, you know, really to prevent the use of, of one of your items. But through blockchain technology, like giving that cryptographic signature to, to, to verify that that's the original one, at least like it'll be easier to identify versus like, you know, somebody steals a stock photo from a website. It's very, very difficult because there's no, um, you know, there's no piece of code right. uh, that's able to. Ver so like in that sense, it might work, but otherwise I'm just not as, you know, I feel like it's, it's, it's sort of impossible, you know, to, mm. to be able to prevent the replication of a digital file. You see that actually happen often between the TikTok and Instagram war, where you see a lot of TikTok content on yeah. Instagram, yeah. And a lot of Instagram content on TikTok, and there's no real way to moderate it and control it, right? So if anything, giving the user and removing those barriers and recognizing that's the default natural user behavior of yeah. wanting to treat content as interoperable, right? And just creating systems and, and putting systems in place to actually maybe amplify that, that remixability actually falls into my next question. Like, what do you see the future of, of content remixing look like? We see very short glimpses of it between the war between two platforms, but we also yeah. see examples of people kind of like, uh, what's the word on TikTok? I always blink on it, but like you react to a video and it's like side by side between your profile yeah, yeah. and the video you're reacting to it. But people, like you also see it with like people like layering musicians onto a melody of a dog singing and they add the piano and they add the drums and then they add the vocals and they have this entire band from this small ass clip that was just a dog that just hit like a seat, you know, and like they created this entire thing from it. Like, what do you imagine that looking like in Web3 and how does crypto kind of maybe enable that or maybe even inspire that further if it even does? Man, that's a good question. You know, the, the first thing I got to say is like, that's the magic of the internet, right? Like that open internet. I, I always like, I love how collaborative the internet is. It's a lot of fun. Um, to kind of what we were talking about with Twitter too. It's like, it's a shame when people try to like, you know, create like this walled garden and keep their creators inside and not let them like, um, so how does web three work in this? I'm not sure, man. That's a great question. I haven't really, really thought about this. Like, you know, um, maybe attribution, maybe in, in the form of attribution, because you can get very granular with the, the, the person who initially publishes that content in the wallet, right. That's associated mm. with that content, being able to timestamp at the same time of when it was published and all the attributors that came with it. So doing like a splits contract, like that's what I, that's the first thing that comes to mind. So yeah, no, 
You know I what mean, I mean? Here's here's the thing: like everybody would have to agree to do it on chain, though. At that point, yes. Because if it's still a piece of content, okay, that piece of content has been tokenized. Forever, but I could still screen record it or screen grab it and then do my yes. thing on top. So like it's, I get it, and and I feel like the ideology behind it is is strong, and like I just don't know that it'll ever take off because again, like these are still like digital formats that can be easily rep- reproduced, and so for that to work, like everybody would have to agree. Uh, to do it if that makes if that makes sense what's up guys thank you for listening if you've gotten this far then you are a champ and i owe you a free listener pin go to adamlevy.io forward slash nft fill in your info and i'll distribute the nft towards the end of the season by collecting your pin you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content allow lists and more so be sure to collect yours also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.